At Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, your financial well-being matters. And they're with you every step of the way through your financial journey. Seriously, Affinity Plus has real people to talk to, people who care, and who can offer financial coaching through all stages of your life when you need it. And did you know that financial coaching is free at Affinity Plus as just one of the many member benefits? It's true. You get amazing benefits at Affinity Plus where you're more than a member. You're an owner in the not-for-profit cooperative. Invest in you and get a load of benefits. Continue your financial journey by stopping into the Brainerd Lakes branch on Edgewood Drive in Baxter to speak to one of their knowledgeable employees and bring your financial questions. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we are pleased to uh, have in the studio with us Sergeant Neil Dickinson. He is the public information officer with the Minnesota State Patrol. Tom Nixon, regional coordinator with Toward Zero Deaths. And Colonel Matt Langer, who is the chief of the Minnesota State Patrol. And uh, Colonel Langer joining us on the phone this morning. Uh, first of all, everyone, welcome to Community Focus. Good afternoon. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. Uh, boy, this is, uh, we're two days away. There's some big changes coming to, uh, well, how we behave in our cars. <laughs> and that all starts on August 1st, does it not? It does. August 1st, the uh, new hands-free law um, becomes effective. And uh, we've been doing, uh, we've been tr- it's, a, it's been a big effort for us in, the, in uh, law enforcement, the Department of Public Safety, Office of Traffic Safety, towards zero death to get this information out to the motoring public here in the state of Minnesota that uh, we're going hands-free starting August 1st and and like I said that's 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 our goal we want everybody to make sure that they understand the law and we're going to talk about that today all right well um should we start with Colonel Langer Colonel let's go right to the top and find out (laughs) how how is this going to work what what are uh what are you looking for when you enforce this new law well, troopers and law enforcement officers will be just looking for the, the violations that we see any given day on any given street corner all across Minnesota right now. So one of the easiest things to do is to start talking about what you can't do. What you can't do is hold the phone up to your head and talk while you're driving. You have to only use your phone in hands-free mode. You cannot do any gaming. You cannot do any video streaming, no FaceTiming, no using apps, no surfing the Internet while driving, even if you're trying to do that hands-free those things are a no-go. What you can do is use your phone while you're driving as long as it's in hands-free mode. So get the phone out of your hand, concentrate on driving, and you'll be in compliance with the new law. All right. Now, uh, for some folks, uh, you know, the smart cars have a lot of things just integrated with your phone. If you don't have that new technology... Hello, Exhibit A right here. (laughs) i got to figure this out. Uh, I, I've heard something about a one-touch, so you can, for instance, touch your GPS uh, to get it to go or maybe uh, to, answer to answer a phone, phone call, yeah. but then it's hands-free after that. Explain some of that. So I can answer that again. It's easy. Single-touch is just that. It's single-touch. Uh, a lot of times it takes two touches of your phone to get it woke up and then into hands-free mode and that was the logic behind single touch activation Um, so if your phone is mounted on your dashboard and you're driving down the road and it rings you can touch your phone to answer that call but you can only complete that call and talk in hands-free mode so the law recognizes that although we'd love it if you never had to touch your phone at all 
a lot of smartphones, a lot of devices, a lot of vehicles do require at least a single touch to get that phone going in hands-free mode. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Now here's the where we can also add, maybe the point is just do not use your phone when you're in your vehicle. If you need to use it, pull over, a gas station, whatever, on the side if you must, but maybe just leave it in your dash what they're saying, you know, put it in your glove box or put it in your purse and put that on the floor away from you so you aren't tempted to use it. That's maybe one of the better <laughs> pieces of advice I've been hearing. So, uh, You're exactly right. One of the things that we say, and, and it, it's difficult sometimes, but yeah. we say the trunk is a great spot for your phone. <laughs> You've heard. A great spot to mount the phone. That way you don't have to worry about the new law at all because right. you won't even be tempted to touch your phone. Um, so, yeah, great point. Yep. All right. Um, I, I didn't ask, but what are the fines if uh, if someone is found operating that phone in their hand? I, is it a pretty steep po- fine? It is. Uh, Colonel, I can answer this one. Um, uh, it's going to be $50 for your first offense, but uh, that's not including the uh, other fees that are attached. So typically, you know, in our area, we're seeing them as, as high as maybe $85 in the $70 range. So you can see it's going to be well over $100 for your first offense. Second offense, two hundred seventy-five dollars. Now you Ooh. add on those other fees. Now you're you're clearly into the three hundred dollar range. They're also it's considered a moving violation. So the insurance companies insurance. see those moving violations, yep. and you know you start getting a few of those. Now you can ins- expect your insurance rates to go up. So you know there's this can be pretty expensive. So that's our push. We want everybody to understand the law, and and just like Colonel Langer says, you know the best advice is maybe put that phone away. That's that's the number one thing we want to see happen and and uh you know there's 15 states uh, across the country that's gone to this already and 12 out of those 15 states have shown a reduction in fatalities mm-hmm. we're hoping to see those numbers here in minnesota and we need everybody's compliance when it comes to this this rule and law and it's gonna be a lot easier for us in law enforcement to see the violations occur so yeah. basically if you're if we see a cell phone or, or electronic device of, of that sort in your hand it's going to be a violation of law and you can be expected to be stopped and I call it educated. You know, the driver is going to be educated on, mm-hmm. on, on that offense. And, you know, there's a real push for us in law enforcement because we know distracted driving is one of our main contributing factors why people are crashing and getting killed on our roadways today. So we're going to be looking for it. Right. And Tom mentioned before we even went on the air that this, you know, the phone is just one piece of distraction that people are, you know, getting into in their cars. I mean, there's all sorts of other things, too, that we need to be aware of. But this might help alleviate one, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I might add because uh, you know your phone contains a lot of devices. This, but if uh, if someone has an old Garmin G- GPS or something like that, that's not allowed to be used either, is it? Any electronic device at all? Well, the law hasn't changed. Uh, Colonel, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but uh, you can still use the GPS Garmin's, but they have to be mounted basically where it's not a vision obstruction to the driver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same with their new phones; they have to be located in in a vehicle where it's not going to be an obstruction, vision obstruction of the driver. Um, the current law does allow for the older garments, for instance, to be mounted on the lower left part of the dashboard of the driver, so it's not in the driver's view. Mm-hmm. Um, again, with the cell phones, you know, there is some some clips that are out there, some 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 items out there that, that people can purchase where they clip onto maybe the, the air vents. Yes. I've seen some where they're in the cup holders, but, you know, if you have to look down, that's going to be taking your eyes off the road, and that's the intention of this law is we want everybody to keep your eyes on the road, pay attention 100% of the time. That's that's our basic of outlook of this law. Yeah. I, I want to give some credit to the, the chief and all of those victims' families and advocates that went to uh, 
our legislators and, and tell them why this needed to change. Mm-hmm. It was due to a lot of losses, a lot of lives that didn't show up at home um, that, that was able to sway those votes this year and to get this passed. And uh, so, so thanks to the chief and to those families that invested that time. As we know, this isn't our only um, change that needs to come on our roads, but one of which is focusing on the road. And if we can get the phone out of the hand and people to look down the road and, and, and see those risks coming at them and pay attention to that major task at hand of driving, uh, this is a definitely a major step in that direction. But we're, we're really optimistic that people will start to own their own behaviors more and more, and this is just one more uh, cog in that wheel to get them to do so. Absolutely. All right. Uh, there is another change that takes place here on the 1st of August concerning driving, and that is uh, involving a left lane when there's more Move than over, Pokey. <laughs> it is. Colonel, did you want to touch on the, uh, the other law, the slower driver in the left lane law? Sure, I can touch on that. So it's currently in law that you have to move over. Actually, it strictly says to the rightmost lane uh, if you're not moving at the speed of traffic. So what we have coming up starting August 1st is a revision, a modernization of that language. So the great way to explain this is if you're northbound on 371 heading into beautiful lake country where all your listeners are, uh, and you're behind that proverbial motorhome going 64 and a 65 or 54 and a 55, if you're in the left lane in that motorhome, what the law requires you to do is to move over and allow people to go past you. What the law does not allow is for anyone to speed. So that can be a misconception. This law does not allow anyone to speed in the left lane of a four-lane highway, even if you're passing. Mm-hmm. But what it does do is it aims to make traffic move efficiently and to make everyone move safely and to reduce aggressive driving. So it's common sense. If you're not passing, we just want you to be in the right lane or in the middle lane if there's more than four lanes. So many people are saying yes to this right <laughs> now. <laughs> well, yeah. What a risk we encounter when we come upon a vehicle that's going 40 and you're in a 55 in 50, zone. Yeah. Um, you know, it's that unexpected speed or that speed differential. So, you know, this is another way to help educate that uh, that public, bring some attention to the idea that, you know, we want everyone kind of moving at the same speed. And if you can't get get over speed to your rightmost yep. lane. So yep. that... Um, that, that statement of it's not encouraging speeding, that's right. been something that people have so if I go this fast just to get, no, just no. focus on go the limit and, and get to the right when you the don't need to be The word limit like, means yeah. limit. Absolutely. <laughs> you got it. In fact, I've, I've heard some people describe it almost as think of that left lane is really for passing. passing. lane. It is. You know, in the past, it's always been in like the driver's manual, you know, advises people to move to the right lane. But now, you know, there's with the the new language that's put in place now, there's a fine attached to it. Um, You know, we're going to be looking for that driver that's that's traveling well below that posted speed limit. And like the colonel says, make sure that your signal in your lane change and you can safely move over to the right lane. Mm-hmm. Remember, tailgating is very, very dangerous oh. as well. So make sure that we're keeping our good, safe following distance uh, when we're coming up to somebody that's traveling you know, slower in that left lane, for instance. So let them know that you're behind them. You want to possibly go by them, and hopefully they move over like the law says. And what is the fine for this violation? That's a good question. $50 again, but okay. now you're talking these surplus fees. It's It can start adding up, and again, it's a moving violation, and so your same. insurance rates could, can and probably will go up if you uh, start accumulating a okay. number of those. All right. So mm-hmm. just pass and get back over. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Is, is there any other laws that maybe we didn't catch that came along concerning driving or traffic safety this session? Colonel, do you know of any of... Um, 
Yeah, there's a you know there's a variety of laws that have changed that happen kind of every year when we get through a legislative session. So there's some changes to impaired driving laws, specific to vehicle forfeiture and and the ability ability to use ignition interlock mm-hmm. rather than have your vehicle forfeited. Of course, we don't want to see anyone get into that position where they've got priors with impaired driving. So plan ahead. There's no excuse. There's no reason to drive after you've been drinking. Uh, in today's day and age, there's a change to work zone flaggers. So if a vehicle uh, disobeys the flagger that's telling you to slow or stop, law enforcement has a four-hour window to go find that vehicle and take enforcement action. Uh-huh. So there's a few things that have changed that are good for traffic safety, but the big one that we're talking about is is hands-free for sure. Mm-hmm. And one great resource that hasn't come up yet, but handsfreemn.org is the website mm. that if you have got any questions or you're confused about anything, that website is packed full of resources and frequently asked questions along with answers to try to help people understand exactly how to become in compliance with the law. Wonderful. It's good to know. And all those uh, partners within the Minnesota Towards Zero Death program, if you're a Facebooker, uh, go ahead and check out um, DPS or State Patrol or Minnesota TZD on Facebook, and you should yeah. find all those resources kind of multi-placed. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of the local police departments, the Crow Wing County folks, have, I mean, they're all posting this stuff to keep people informed. They're you're going to really have to work job. hard to avoid it right exactly, now. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. I've, I've even seen it at the gas stations now where they have the videos. Oh, really? The, the hands-free uh, it's ha- has a little bit of ad and information even on those videos. So, wow. like I said, we're, we're doing our best to get this information out so the motoring public does understand the law. And this doesn't just apply to Minnesota drivers. Anybody that's coming through the state of Minnesota, they mm-hmm. have to comply with this law as well. So um, if you're going to be traveling uh, long distance um, on a vacation or anywhere else, it's not a bad idea to check the other state's laws when it comes to Maybe the hands-free law or anything else because, you know, every state might have a little bit different law when it comes to traffic safety. And yeah. if you have friends or relatives that are coming here to visit us, let them know these laws have changed. They may not have it in their state yet, but let them know when they cross the line and, and get into Minnesota that these are our new laws. Great point. Yeah. And, in fact, I was going to say, here in the Brainerd Lakes area, we I can't tell you how many different state license <laughs> plates we see and c- Canadian plates, too, mm-hmm. as far as that goes, because we get a lot of visitors here. You bet. So they need to be aware of that. Yeah. Good to know. All right. Um, and, and you already touched on it, but I was going to say, uh, you know, we're talking with uh, officers from the state patrol and from towards zero death, but... Every law enforcement officer that's in a car in the state will be focusing on this come Thursday, right? Absolutely. August 1st. Absolutely. That, and the this, this slower driver uh, law as well comes into effect August 1st. And um, like I said, it's it's a focus for us in law enforcement because we know what's causing our crashes here in Minnesota. So we focus yeah. on those contributing factors, and this is definitely one of them. No, Colonel Langer mentioned another new law that kind of uh, talks about the flaggers in construction areas. And I know, Tom, you wanted to talk a little bit about because the, the area between Brainerd and the Ironton area, that is under a major construction. And there's a couple things you wanted to touch on there. Thank you. So mm-hmm. just a couple of uh, points uh, to make sure we reinforce. We have a dedicated detour route. Please use that as often and as regularly as possible. Uh, as with habits of anything, we get used to our routine, and now it's being changed because of construction. Uh, it will be a better road when it's done, but for those of you that are trying to get to Brainerd, we recognize it's taking you a little extra time. Um, but if you're in that queue of cars waiting to turn and you're thinking your GPS is telling you to take that dirt road or, or, or cut off on that county road, um, respectfully, 
please stay on the detour route. Uh, we're noticing some of those township roads are not able to hold up to the traffic volumes that have been trying to cut out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the time saved may not be the time saved, and we're just worried about the risk of extra vehicles on a road not designed for that. Right. Um, if you really calculate how much extra time it's going to take you to wait in that queue, it probably won't add up to the time it's going to cost you to make those extra miles on that uh, extra route. So mm-hmm. please ad- just stick to the routes that uh, are designed for you, and uh, you're going to get there safe and, and follow those laws. Make sure you're not distracted. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well said. Um, anything else that we should know uh, here, um, Sergeant no. uh, Dickinson, before we wrap up uh, concerning local enforcement as sure. we head for the end of the summer? There is. Uh, um, August 15th through the 19th, um, BIR has a major event uh, scheduled. So just to let everybody know that there's going to be extra enforcement out on the roads, and not just state patrols, sheriff's department, local police departments in the area looking for impaired drivers. So we got extra enforcement DWI uh, patrols out there. Just be careful, make uh, good, smart, wise choices. And the Highway 371 extra enforcement project is is going very well, and uh, that's basically focusing on a lo- all different types of violations that law enforcement's looking at, from uh, basically Little Falls up into Cass County. So um, you know, we definitely have uh, extra patrols out, always looking for uh, violators violations on Highway 371 in particular. That extra effort has resulted in um, a, a lot of extra stops, a lot of extra uh-huh. education opportunities with uh, 900... <laughs> education opportunities, I like that. <laughs> uh, 922 citations and wow. uh, 1,882 warnings have been issued in that zone for people that have um, disobeyed the law. So Diggity dog. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, that's what it's for. You know, as we get into these new laws, uh, does it help to uh, spread the word uh, amongst friends, family, and everything? Just remind everybody, is that something else that the general public can do? Peer pressure is the best pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Get out there and tell your friends and family that you want them to get home and that you want them to follow the rules. Um, We've seen too many fatalities on our roads already this year. We can stop that today. It, every every crash is preventable. Every time uh, someone gets behind the wheel and makes a decision, we see in a lot of the recent crashes that it's been behavior, uh, not mm-hmm. not mechanical, not road-related issues that uh, people can adjust for now. So make things a habit. Today, uh, you're still in front of the law, but make that habit start today with not grabbing your phone when it rings. That's not what the law is going to allow you to do. Don't pick up the phone. Um, start adapting because the sooner you get there, uh, the sooner the habit starts to form. New and habits. as a passenger, you can do your part. You can maybe take that phone from the driver or let them know about the current law as well. So yep. we need everybody to be in compliance with this, and we're definitely going to we're gonna see our, our numbers uh, with just a basic number of crashes, fatalities, serious injuries, injury crashes. We're going to hope to see all those drop uh, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah and I'll even say, I think a lot of the technology in your phone now, you can set it up to specifically say, I'm driving, can't take yes. your call, I'll call you back. There's a setting for that right on your phone. There sure is. Yeah. All right. Use it. <laughs> all right. I want to thank our guests for being here today, and especially Colonel Matt Langer, the chief of the Minnesota State Patrol. Chief Langer, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, it's my pleasure. You do a great job up in the central northern part of our state in the Lakes region. It's a it's a place I love to visit. I have my whole life, and it's a it's a great opportunity to be part of the program and have you help us educate your listeners on what they can do to comply with these laws and make our roads safer. It's our pleasure. Thank yeah. you, sir. Thank you, sir. All right, and also with us today, Sergeant Neil Dickinson, Public Information Trooper, trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol, and uh, also Tom Nixon, Regional Coordinator for Towards Zero Death. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being here, and let's keep our roads safe.
Have a great afternoon. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you all. All right. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. And remember, you can listen to Community Focus anytime online on our website at 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union.